Hello and welcome back to the Prosecco Sessions, a weekly podcast discussing a host of topics over a glass of fizz or two. Hello and welcome back to the Prosecco Sessions. Today I'm joined by the lovely Sophie, who is the brains behind the brilliant Normal Bodies Instagram and website. In a world where we're bombarded with images of perfect bodies, it's no wonder we don't always love the skin we're in. So let's change that in today's episode. Welcome to the Prosecco Sessions podcast. It's really nice to have you on. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's been a long time in the works, this one, but um, we're finally here. I know. <laughs> it's only taken us all being locked in our houses to get it done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so today's episode is about loving the skin you're in. And um, I think Normal Bodies is definitely a great platform to appreciate the bodies that we have. And I was wondering, um, when did you realise you had like a negative attitude or relationship towards your body well I mean it's as far back as I can remember to be honest I think growing up um, there was so much pressure on all of us to look a certain way to kind of for your bodies to be similar to the girls that we saw in the magazines while we were teenagers and my body never did I've always I've always had quite a soft body and I developed quite early so I had curves really early yeah. and I I just hated it. I just wanted to be like this very slim girl with sort of little bum, little boobs. Um, and I was never that. And all my friends, in my opinion, had the, these bodies, like these normal bodies that I envied. So that, like, as I was growing up and becoming a teen and then going into my 20s, it sort of created like um, a circle of self-doubt and self-loathing and I just I spent decades dieting and doing my best to sort of shrink myself Mm. so yeah it goes all the way back to be honest yeah I think I'm similar I've always had like a soft I like the word soft that you use as well by the way I think that sounds really nice but um yeah I've always had a bit of a (laughs) I like it too (laughs) I've always had a soft body especially around my tummy that's like my area that I like the least but I'm trying to sort of embrace it more now. I'm never going to have washboard abs and I'm okay with that. It's just sometimes, you know, I do feel negative about that area of my body watching, you know, stuff on Instagram and looking through the magazines and seeing all these dead flat stomachs. So, Absolutely. I think the media has a lot to answer for and I think... Um... Over the past few years, as a society, we're sort of waking up to that and realizing that there isn't just one way to be. You can sort of, I mean, however your body looks is absolutely fine because it's your body and we're unique and that's the that's the exact point of it, I guess. Um, but absolutely, there are still parts of my body that when I'm just sat watching TV or reading a book, I kind of grab and think, oh, <laughs> I wish that didn't exist. Yeah. And I have to sort of remind myself it's fine that it exists it's beautiful yeah and actually these people that have what we would or some of us would sort of say are the perfect body in in brackets I'm sure they have just as many hang-ups as anybody else so for them they're not going to think oh I have the perfect body so everyone's kind of in the same boat with that really 
It's so true. I think that's something that I perhaps didn't consider enough while I was starting this project, starting Normal Bodies, because I did very much feel like um, people that have that body that I used to aspire to have must be fine and they must feel amazing and have so much self-confidence. And as I got talking to the participants that have so generously shared themselves with us for this project, I started to realize that it's, it's absolutely all of us. I haven't encountered one human that is completely fine with themselves all the time. Yeah. And I just, the more you realize that, I mean, it's twofold, I guess. In some ways, the solidarity of it gives us more power because we can come together and say that enough's enough. Um, but at the same time, it's just, it's really sad that we've all been brought up to believe that however we look just isn't good enough. Yeah, it is a real shame, actually, because... If we all had the same body shape, it would be quite boring as well. And I think it's nice to <laughs> celebrate different shapes and sizes because they are all beautiful at the end of the day. Absolutely. I mean, the, the diversity of us as a species, I mean, that's it's one of the most wonderful things about what we are and who we are. And I think now, uh, I mean, like once you start to delve into the body positivity and the body neutrality movements, you realise that there is a lot to be celebrated and that if we sort of all work together to start shifting our mindset it I mean it just feels so good yeah. to finally realize it's it's fine it's a body yeah it's it does what I need it to do and the rest of it is sort of just noise yeah very true so how did you go about changing your mindset towards your body and embrace your body confidence so about three years ago, I, I decided I was just about to turn 30 and my life wasn't really what I wanted it to be. I felt very trapped um, in my work and a relationship had just ended and I was sort of still hated my body and then everything else sort of fell to pieces as well. And I decided I needed to make a radical change. So I left my job and bought a one-way ticket to Argentina wow. where I decided just to like start backpacking from there and just work my way up. The, content, uh, the con continent of South America. Um, and as I did that, I, I was so busy every day and so excited and so full of love for my, the life that I was creating. I sort of just forgot about my body. I mean, when you're in hostels, you, like, you're rarely naked because obviously you sort of just like shuffle around in the shared yeah. bathroom getting dressed again. You never stare at yourself in a full-length mirror and grab those bits that you don't really like that much. You just... I don't know, it, it becomes a non-thing. And that, so I was backpacking for about five months and I, I felt like that all the way through my trip. And so I came back to England after that trip and decided that I wanted to start living that um, remote lifestyle. So now I work remotely from wherever I choose. Mm -hmm. um, and the next trip I decided to take was Mexico. So when I was in Mexico, I just completely randomly got in touch with a, a queer artist based in Mexico City. And he, he predominantly draws nudes of men, but he was looking for female models okay. as well. So, yeah, so we got chatting and he, like, he said, um, basically women that have my body are very often very nervous to model for him because they don't think that they look good enough to be naked for him. Um, or they, they're insecure or a multitude of reasons that we all completely understand, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, 
and he asked me if I wanted to do it and so I like I sort of thought about it for a while and he's an incredible artist and such a great person but eventually I just thought you know what why why not I mean if I hate it I never do it again if I love it it changes my relationship with my body forever so I did I went off to his little studio in Mexico City on my bicycle (laughs) thinking what the hell am I doing my mom's gonna be so mad with me (laughs) Um, and um and I did it we, I got there and he asked me to undress and I did and he took um so he was taking fa- photos to paint from and I just like I remember feeling at first some of the positions were what I would usually have called unflattering so like my boobs looked really flat or my belly was squished up or just they weren't the poses that I would usually pick if I was like yeah I don't know sending a nude or whatever <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I just, I just fell in love with the process. And afterwards, I remember cycling home like it was yesterday, and I felt like this freedom that I'd never really felt before about my body. And it just suddenly felt like it was the most powerful, sensual, strong, sexy thing that I've ever possessed. And that was, I don't know, it was in that moment cycling home that I just thought, I'm never going to torture myself ever again because. I'm beautiful. That is amazing. Oh, oh, that is so good. That's made me <laughs> smile inside. I'm like, wow, that's so oh. cool. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a bit of a process and one that I was obviously massively privileged to be able to have. So I know that it's not really um, feasible for a lot of people to just ditch their job and go on a like two-year adventure to discover their love for themselves. But I think the key was just pushing myself out of that comfort zone and telling myself that I am enough. Yeah. And, like, sort of faking it until I made it, I guess. I suppose as well being drawn naked is quite liberating. Yeah, it really was. Because it's, I mean, that's, it's the essence of you, isn't it? There's nothing to hide behind. There's nothing to cover up the bits that you don't think are perfect in air quotes yeah um and you just have to own it and it just it just honestly felt so so good so if anybody ever has the opportunity to be drawn or photographed naked do it yeah definitely (laughs) i can see how that would definitely change your mindset towards your body and and you sort of embrace and own what you have yeah yeah, it was really, really fun. And when he sent me the photos, like, the first thing that I did was criticise myself. Like, oh, my, my stomach looks terrible there, or my, my boobs don't look great. And then after that initial, that, do you know that reaction that we've all been taught to have? Like, you look at yourself in a photo, even fully dressed, and you instantly go to those bits that, like you said, you sometimes feel uncomfortable about your stomach. Like, that's the first thing that you look at in a photo yeah. sort of thing. And it's sort of... I think the the key to it is embracing that and understanding that that's what we've been taught and that's there's a reason we feel that way but then pushing yourself to move past it and focus on the bits that you wouldn't usually look at like the the bits that you are already fine with you know yeah definitely how can we normalize our naked bodies how would you suggest people can do that well, I mean, I think it's it, it starts at home, really, I guess. I mean, just spending more time with your body, appreciating what it is, getting to know yourself, not sort of shying away from how it looks. Because I think a lot of people even find it difficult to sort of just be around themselves and to look at themselves and, <clears throat> like, I don't know, indulge in their own flesh almost. Yeah. So I think 
I think that's where where it begins, really, just spending a little bit more time in enjoying it and exploring it and yeah, I think just be naked at home. Yeah, I think as well, instead of just looking at how it how your body looks, it's it's good to appreciate what your body can do as well. Like if you've birthed a child, or you know you've been able to like for me recently, I've, I've I got into running. I managed to run a marathon um, a couple of days ago, and I'm like, wow, my body, wow, got me through that, and it's because of how it is, and you know. I really appreciate my body for that rather than how it looks. Yeah, that's incredible. And I think that's a massive part of the body neutrality movement, which I, for me fits better than the body positive movement because it is more about what it does for you and how you move through life rather than just hanging everything on the aesthetics of your body. Yeah. So I think you're completely right. Like feeling so empowered in your body because you can do something like that's incredible that you can run a marathon. That's, it's amazing and no soft belly is going to stop you from doing that exactly it's wonderful that is so true that should be my motto in life <laughs> no soft belly is going to stop me running <laughs> it really should be <laughs> <laughs> but even like you know going traveling and things like that your the way your body looks isn't going to stop you from doing those things and you should think wow my body has enabled me to go and do this activity and you know, visit this beautiful place, you know, that's what we should be concentrating on more than, oh, I don't like the way this bit of my body hangs, you know? Absolutely. And I think, like, something that I found towards the beginning of my travels, and I think a lot of us suffer with as well, is stopping us, stopping ourselves from doing things because of how our bodies look while they're doing things. Yeah. Like, um, the idea of, when I first went away, the idea of being in a bikini to, so I could go to these incredible hot springs in Argentina... I was like, well, I, I can't do that because everybody else that I'm with is so much slimmer than me and I had all this noise in my head. And sort of, like you say, realising that how you look does not matter if you've, if you've got the capability and the privilege to do that and to go there. Yeah, it would be such a shame if, you know, you decided, oh, I can't go to that because of the way I looked. Because nobody else actually cares when it comes down to it. It's, it's how you feel inside. And just sort of getting over that barrier, Absolutely. you know, you need to just think, no, this is silly. It's, it's you, you're limiting yourself on the way because of the way you look, which is insane when you think about it. It is. It's just this this really deep inbuilt thing that we learn, and it's so hard to unlearn it again. But you're right; nobody cares at all what you look like. I mean, it's it's irrelevant and. I mean, if those people do care what you look like, you don't need to be around those people anyway. Yeah, so definitely. It's sort of a, a good early warning system, I think, when you're picking friends or partners or travel pals or anything. Um, but yeah, I think for a long time, I sort of had in my mind sort of this anti-mantra of, oh, I'll do this when I'm thin. I'll do that when yeah. I'm thin. I'll wait until I'm slimmer. And it was always, I'll just wait a little bit. I'll, like, I'll start dating when I'm slimmer. Like, no, do everything now. Yeah, don't. The size of my body should not be restricting me. Exactly. And I've done some research as well, and um, like women of the Renaissance period, they weren't concerned with things like a few extra pounds in weight. In fact, it was the opposite. It was they were seen as like the ideal beauty, and the more voluptuous they were, like the more sexy and attractive they were. So. People that think, oh, I'm carrying a little bit too much weight, things like that, you know, 
in some periods of time and also some cultures such as like um, in Tonga and Samoa the larger figure is seen to be more attractive so anyone that's got hang-ups with being bigger like you might feel like that but know that there's other people that would find that attractive not not that that should matter anyway if that makes sense yeah it does and I think I think like you said about the renaissance women it's there have been fashions and trends throughout history and there are always these like ideal body standards that uh that the media then tells us to aspire to have so like one of the key people I remember in all my magazines when I was a teenager was Kate Moss yeah so she's obviously a very very slim woman and she's a supermodel so it's not um it's it's not really somebody that you should try to be measuring yourself to but she was the pinnacle of beauty so if you didn't have that very lean figure you weren't seen to be attractive yeah. and then now it's more like people aspire to be more like kim kardashian so people want to be more curvy but in air quotes in all the right places yeah. and it's those like beauty standards are really problematic and it does i think that's been a a thing throughout history and globally as you also pointed out it's there's always a right and a wrong way to be but these standards are made up yeah. they're made up by people that want to sell you clothes or makeup or detox teas or whatever junk people are pushing on you no that's very true and i'm saying about like being bigger also it's just as attractive to be you know a thinner person or slim some people are naturally slim you know i'm not saying that it's it's a negative thing i think everyone should just basically embrace what they have um and like you say it doesn't really matter what the media is telling us as long as you're happy in your own skin that is the most important thing absolutely there's no right or wrong way to be and it's culturally different ideas of beauty are pushed on us i mean skin color is a massive issue as well there's there's this bizarre rhetoric throughout history and around the globe that having paler skin is is a better thing or being able-bodied is a better thing or etc 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 there are so many sort of hurdles we have to jump over before we achieve this this idea of beauty that is completely made up it's not a real thing it's it is bonkers when you think about it yeah because we're all intelligent people we know that it's not real and it's the media trying to get us to buy into it but yet we do torture ourselves so much over it and I, I do think sometimes why am I doing this to myself when I know it's silly really yeah well again I think it just goes back to how we've grown up and I suppose like one of the things that I'd love to achieve with the normal bodies project is to sort of help to break that cycle because when we were coming up as teenage girls it was and I'm sure teenage boys felt the same as well. It's there's all these there's all there's all this pressure to look a certain way, mm. and it's just so it's so disheartening to think that like teenagers now are going through exactly the same thing. So it would be really nice to sort of be part of breaking that cycle, even in a small way. Yeah. Speaking of normal bodies, can you explain how it came to be and the message you're looking to get across to people? Yeah, so so Normal Bodies came to be after the shoot in Mexico City that I mentioned before. So I, when after I did that, I, I wrote a blog about it on a separate project that I have. And 
so many people said that they wish that they got the self-confidence or that they were brave enough to do something like that. And I started thinking about, as I said before, it's not, it's not an accessible thing for a lot of people to run off to Mexico and live this, this wildlife of getting naked <laughs> in artist studios. It's just not a real thing. <laughs> um, so I started thinking, like, how could, how could we create something that was more accessible but that gave people uh, a safer and more secure way of embracing exactly what I'd had the opportunity to embrace? So I knew that I wanted to do something with nude photos, but I couldn't quite figure out how to do it because obviously Instagram has a major issue with nudity yeah. and that issue is skewed against well, all minorities as well. So if you're not a slim white cis woman, it's sort of, you're even more punished by Instagram for, for nudity and sensuality and body expression. So then I got talking to another artist that I know. She's also in Mexico City. Um, and I approached her about the idea of doing paintings from nude photos instead of actually publishing the photos. And she, she's very similar. She's grown up with a lot of um, body issues and a lot of pressure from society to look a certain way. So she, she was instantly on board with, with the project. Um, so, so, yeah, that's sort of where it came from. It took a while to get going, but just from that moment after I talked to people about that shoot in Mexico City, just it felt like something that, was, that had to happen. Yeah. I have to say, it is amazing, and I am one of those people in your gallery, <laughs> for anyone listening. Yeah, <laughs> you were one of my first. <laughs> we were so grateful to you. <laughs> and it was so liberating and freeing. And then I look at the picture now, and I'm. it makes me so happy. How did it feel to send that, to take the photo and then send it? What was your thought process? Oh, it was very nerve-wracking, and... I took a few. I, I didn't send the first one, I'll be honest. <laughs> but then initially I was sort of trying to like hold my tummy in and then I thought, this is silly. This isn't me. So I just tried to relax my whole body, take the picture and then just hit send and thought, sod it. I've got nothing to lose. If I don't like the photo <laughs> if, or the, the painting, then I don't like it. But when I got it back, I was like, wow, that's really cool. And it's made me feel so much happier and content with my body so it's it's been like therapy in a weird way to sort of embrace and um appreciate my body for what it is so i can't thank you enough really oh that's so nice of you to say i've got all goosebumps (laughs) (laughs) um i mean it is taking that photo is terrifying so i knew that i needed to be the first person in the gallery because if like sort of got to practice what you preach um so I I had a friend take it for me, a really good close girlfriend. And I, I was, again, I still remember it like it was yesterday, sort of like getting undressed to take the photo. And she took a few for me. And if I'm honest, I hated every one of them as well because I wasn't, again, I wasn't sucking my belly in. I wasn't pushing my boobs up. I just was stood there natural. Yeah. As I, just naturally, as I, as I look. Um. And I, I felt the same way. It just felt so nerve-wracking. And then I thought, no, just just do it. Just leap. You've yeah. got to just try these things. And, yeah, when I saw my painting, I was just... I mean, Cecilia, the artist behind the project, I mean, she's the heart of what we're doing. Yeah. And she's... 
I mean, her talent is unbelievable. She's just she is amazing. She's spectacular. She really captures your body. I, I instantly sort of was like, that is my body down to a T. She really she is amazing, and her painting is just beautiful. It is interesting, like, like how you say she really captures you. I, I felt the same way. And then I've, I've lucky. I've been lucky that a lot of my friends have also joined the gallery. Oh, um, wow. I apparently know a lot of badass naked people, <laughs> and every time I've like received their painting, I look at it and I'm like, "That is that person." I I recognise the essence of them, the way that they're standing, the way that their head's positioned, like the tension in their shoulders. Like she just captures who these these people are. Yeah. It's it's. She's amazing. She's so, so good. I'm very lucky to be working with her. She is awesome. So what tips could you give people that are wanting to embrace the body for how it is? Would you say get in touch and become part of the Normal Bodies Project? Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you have to sort of, like everybody has their own path. So, so far we've got 84 participants, which is just wow. amazing. I'm so excited about it. Um, and we're, we're getting be- like much more diverse representation and people have the most incredible stories. So just for anybody who hasn't seen it, we caption every painting with uh, a story from the person in the painting. So they'll say something about how they feel about their body or their journey towards self-love or even about things that they're hung up on and that they're trying to work towards loving. Yeah. Um, and yeah getting to know these people that have taken part so far it's been a really interesting and emotional experience because a lot of people they don't they get in touch to ask how to take part but then i won't hear from them for a few months so i just assume they've sort of changed their mind which of of course is absolutely fine um and then they'll they'll pop back up after a few months and they'll tell me that they've been they've been trying to take photos they've been thinking about it and they've got to a point where they're they're ready and i think that you've got to trust your own gut to know when it is time to to go through that process because it is tough as we both know um so yeah i just think it's always really beautiful when people give themselves that space to figure out okay, is now the right time for me to take this next step towards feeling good about myself? So, so yeah, I would say if, I mean, even if you're just interested in maybe finding out more, I'm always happy to answer any questions or to just chat about the process. Yeah. And then if, if you decide in a week, a month, a year, however long that you want to take part, we, we accept everybody into the project that wants to be part of it. So whenever people are ready, we're here and we're grateful for the for people trusting us and being so generous with their bodies. Yeah, and as well, I look through when they come up on my Instagram feed and I look at everybody and I look at them and think, they're all beautiful, they're all different, but they are, in my opinion, all beautiful bodies. And I look at the captions and think, wow, I didn't realise someone would feel that about themselves, but every single body shape all different shapes and sizes i do look at them all and think they are all beautiful so it's a nice way to appreciate normal bodies because they're painted beautifully they're real people and i don't know i just i find it really therapeutic in a way yeah i know what you mean i think especially because i have the 
like the honor of like speaking to these people and going through the process with them as they they delve into this like quest for self-love it, it becomes such an emotional experience and you really like i'm so grateful to get to experience their their beauty and every single person that i've come into contact with through the normal bodies project has just been the, the most gorgeous soul and and I feel the same whenever Cecilia sends me a painting through I'm just like oh, this person is gorgeous yeah. every single person there's there's just such beauty in our bodies that we we forget about we just we forget how gorgeous we are and it's yeah I know what you mean about it being therapeutic I definitely feel that way as well and I'd really love for our audience to to find something like that in our project as well. Definitely. I think even if, you know, people that are viewing them aren't ready to show their own skin, which is totally fine, obviously, it's it's nice for them to appreciate it anyway. And also, I was just wondering, will there be, like, other genders and um, people sort of getting involved in future, do you think? Because I've seen, obviously, there's a lot of female gender types so far that have been painted have we got any sort of male genders perhaps popping up so the plan at the moment is to not include cis men right now um but we are open to every other gender so we're we're completely open to trans people to non-binary people to gender fluid people in any with any kinds of bodies asexual people we we are completely open to to that entire community, um, and yeah, we want to get as much diversity there as as we possibly can because I think for everybody, seeing a body type that resembles yours is is empowering. Yeah. Seeing that representation on social media of somebody who looks like you when we're all used to just seeing one type of body. I mean, for me when anybody takes part that looks a little bit like me, I just feel so, like, yes, yeah, solidarity. Same. I'm like, yay, another body that's beautiful and I can relate to it. Yeah, it makes you, because re- you can easily see the beauty in that person that looks similar to you. And it's very hard to see that beauty in yourself. So I think you can almost sort of use those paintings that are similar to your body to realise, like, that's how you should be viewing yourself. Yeah with a less critical eye and a more open heart, I guess. Definitely. Oh, well, it's been absolutely brilliant talking to you about this topic. And I really hope that people listening will start to embrace their own bodies and sort of love themselves more and ignore the media because it is a load of crap at the end of the day. And, you know, (laughs) if you want to get involved with normal bodies, it would be great because it's such a great project and I can vouch for it personally having been involved in it oh thank you i'm so glad that you got involved and i'm so glad that you've found it to be a positive experience and yes anybody that is in any way interested in taking part they can just dm me through the normal bodies instagram account and we can chat about it i can give you as much information as needed and yeah i'll take it step by step definitely well thank you for joining us on the podcast it's been brilliant Oh, my absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. It's really nice to talk to you. (laughs) You have been listening to the Prosecco Sessions with me, your host, Kat Raymond. 
If you love it, sub it. And if you enjoyed the podcast, make sure to rate it five stars and share so others can find it. Thank you so much for listening and tune in for the next episode.